Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond and welcome to Isogo TV. Wherever you are on your strengths journey, I want to help you take your greatest strengths and apply them to your everyday work and your everyday life. You know, recently it's occurred to me as I've been, you know, watching cartoons with my own preschoolers that there are some basic life lessons that happen at preschool that we should be applying as adults. That somehow we lose them along the way, that we muddle them up. And I've realized that I've, as I've really taken these things seriously, it started to change my perspectives on who I am and who the people around me are. And instead of driving people away because of their differences, I'm able to appreciate them for who they are and what they bring. So today, in episode 25, two preschool lessons that changed my life. I'm diving into those basic truths today. So I've seen it in the people around me and I'm certainly living it. So let's dive in. I grew up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And for those of you who may be in my same generation, uh, you probably did too. And these days, Mr. Rogers has been hijacked by a little tiger. And he's a cartoon tiger named Daniel Tiger. And a while back, I was overhearing my kids watching Daniel Tiger, and I started to hear a lot of the same concepts that I use as I'm working with organizations and teams coming out of the mouth of this little cartoon tiger. And he's definitely the king of jingles. I started hearing him sing. He said, in some ways we are different, in some ways we are the same. And I had to kind of chuckle to myself and laugh and think, oh, so this is preschool concepts that I'm teaching here in my workshops to these organizations. I, really, it's in the end, it, if we could just understand that as adults, like we're being taught as preschoolers, we'd be a lot better off. That in some ways, we're different from each other, and in some ways, we're similar to each other. <laughs> and you know, one of the objections that I hear often from naysayers to StrengthsFinder or just even different personality assessments, uh, psychometric tools in general, is they don't want to be put in a box. And I get that. I don't want to be put in a box either. I don't want you to look at my, my letters that might all of a sudden define me and say, okay, now I know who, exactly who you are. And one of the things that I love about StrengthsFinder tool in particular is that it's pretty much about blasting open the box. I mean, just statistically alone, there are over 33.3 million different combinations of the top five themes. So, so the, chances, the chance of you sitting next to someone who even has similar themes as you, or the same five themes as you, is very unlikely. And then, the way that those themes, those strengths, interact with each other makes you all the more unique. So I want to unwrap that a little bit by way of an example here today. I'm going to use um, Achiever as an example. Over 30% of the population shows up with Achiever in their top five. Uh, that might be the case that Achiever even is even more widespread than that when you open it up to the top 10. So I have Achiever. I lead, I lead with that. Absolutely. I have a colleague who's a marriage and family therapist and she leads with Achiever as well. But the strengths that follow Achiever for both of us are vastly different. So for me, I have Achiever, Arranger, Learner, Belief, and Connectedness. And for her, 
She has achiever, empathy, positivity, developer, and connectedness. So she has this beautiful set of relationship strengths that follow this hard driving stamina work ethic strength. So absolutely there are similarities between our achievers and the way that it shows up for us. We were laughing the other day as, as we were talking through this dynamic that both of us have had that kind of anxiety of not getting things done as we're raising young families and trying to balance that with career of, man, I have this list that's ready to go for any 10 minute period that, you know, baby is sleeping or not crying so that I can go right to it and get some things done. Because it just, it creates so much energy and a sense of accomplishment. And we feel strong when we're getting things done. But after that, that's kind of where our achievers depart from each other. Because those relationship strengths influence achiever in such a different way that I had never even considered thinking about. So for example, she says that she loves to uh, make sure that the house is in order. She loves to kind of have that on her checklist to make sure that things get picked up and uh, are, are in order. And she said for her, the driver of that is so that she can be present for people when they show up. And that thought had never occurred to me. <laughs> I, I, I love to have a house in order as well, but it comes more from the drive to have efficiency and order. You know, I have a ranger in my top five. That's influencing that achiever and what I put on those lists and why I put those things on my list. Another thing, advantage I think, that she has by having relationship strengths surround this hard charging strength of, of achiever is that it helps her or gives her a really uh, natural tool for controlling the volume of the strength of achiever. And we've talked about volumes a little bit before of, you know, you can't have your strength in maximum volume all the time and, and still be using it as a strength. Then it's still an underlying talent, but it's probably getting in your way or getting in the way of somebody else. And so for her, she is able to use those relationship strengths like empathy and really being able to, to, to feel um, the senses of the people that are around her, to really be able to naturally put herself in their shoes. That she, that helps temper that achiever for her when it maybe would be getting in her way otherwise. Uh, for example, they were uh, recently, they've recently had a new baby and they were putting the nursery together before, uh, before the baby was born. And in her mind, it was on her checklist and there were things that needed to get done on a certain timeline, but there were a lot of things that she couldn't do, that her, it was up to her husband to do. And she said that the only thing that kind of tempered that achiever and helped her um, not you know, blow a gasket <laughs> because things weren't getting done was her empathy. She realized that it was a really hectic season for her husband and that there were, he was doing a lot of traveling and there were a lot of things that were happening that were beyond his control and she just intuitively sensed his place, his space, his heart about the whole thing and was able to, to temper that back. I mean, there's been an opportunity that I wish I would have had that even just yesterday as David and I were having a conversation where my achiever was getting out of control and there was nothing in my top five anyway that was able to 
to dampen that or control the volume of the achiever or to give me a different perspective, or at least there was nothing I let in to do that. It, it didn't come as naturally to me as it did for her in that combination that she has with achiever and empathy. And, and maybe uh, just to end with another preschool concept, it's about, it's kind of like paint. It's not like StrengthsFinder is, has the brush and is like painting you into the corner. Rather, StrengthsFinder gives you the brush and a palette of colors, and you are the one that gets to mix and match the colors so that you can create the canvas of your life that you are looking for. And it can be absolutely unique compared to the canvases of the people that are around you. So let's use this. This one is for you as an individual to really help see how your strengths manifest themselves beyond the descriptions that are on the page. So I want you to do a four minute activity. Take two of your strengths and think about the unique attributes or behaviors that are associated with each one of them for you. And then take a look at both of them in tandem, together. How does the first one impact the second one? And vice versa, how does the second one impact the first one? And then take a step back. Say, what did I discover here? And if you have more than four minutes, do it for all five of your strengths to see how they all impact each other. Because you know, when you do this, you start to take that paintbrush and move beyond the kind of preschool zigzags that we have done, that of course as parents we love, but can really start to intentionally paint a picture of your life and your person who you really are and the beauty that you can be and understand by painting a picture of your uniqueness. Okay? So use this. You got to do it because it's the only way that you are really going to put your strengths to work in your everyday work and your everyday life. Thank you for being a part of this Isogo Strengths community, for being a part of the movement to help eliminate that hate and strife and unnecessary frustration that happens in our work and our lives every day. And you know, if it's been something that you've learned something from today, I would love for you to rate, review, and share. Head over to iTunes and leave a review there because that will help get the word out. And share with your family, friends, colleagues, just even one person who you think could benefit from the power of strengths. And thank you for joining me here today, and I hope that I see you again next week on Isogo TV.